from the City of Angels. You are listening to the James Salazar Media Podcast. On today's episode, we will talk about movies and TV shows that premiere in 2019. We'll also talk about the Bellator MMA event where Fedor fought Bader. So let me strike the music and I'll meet you on the other side. And welcome to the James Salazar Media Podcast, where futurism, pop culture, and politics collide. Hi, I'm your host, James Salazar. Hey, everyone, I hope your weekend was good. I hope you had fun. I hope you had time to rest. Unfortunately, in Venezuela, it is collapsing. That sucks. I mean, the infrastructure has totally crumbled. There is lawlessness in the streets. Dogs and cats living together mass hysteria i mean not to joke but truly um somebody's got to have to do something because the government is just trying to keep it just has armed it has the army just defending the capitol buildings uh so people don't take drag the people out and murder them for what they did to their country it is super sad um and not good at all. And I feel sorry for these people. I mean, there are babies dying in the street. There are people dying in the street. This is what socialism does at its, when, when it's fully embraced. Um, at least China and um, Russia have learned from total socialism, total communism, and have this quasi totalitarian capitalistic state and because they have this quasi capitalistic state it has taken at least 300 million people in China and took them out of uh, poverty it should have been more if they if they embraced free market capitalism but free market capitalism means that the government has to be weaker and less influential and that's not going to happen. So, so I digress, I digress, I digress. Uh, we see a lot of Democratic uh, senators and uh, representatives are running for a president. They're throwing their hat in the ring and they're going to go against the Donald. Um, this is where the Donald shines, probably at his best, when he has people to make fun of. And that should be very entertaining. But we'll see who gets rattled by it who, and who uh, rises to the occasion. But like I said, if the economy stays good, the economy stays good, uh, I think people will not change uh, commanders. If the economy's bad, forget it, he's out. Every little thing that he's done will be magnified by a bad economy. But that's not what I wanted to talk about today. Today we're going to get into some TV shows and movies that are premiering in 2019. Put them on your calendar. Uh, wait for them to come out and enjoy them on Netflix and some movies. So let's get into that really quick. All right. Uh, so let's look into some what I want to look at is some official uh, 
big movies that are coming in 2019. So let's take a look. Um, so we know in January 18th, Glass, that's the continuation of Un Unbreakable and um, Split. And this movie, Glass, brings all these three characters, played by James McAvoy, Bruce Willis, and Samuel L. Jackson. And by created by uh, and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Um, I have not seen that. As uh, soon as I do, I'll give that a review. Um, um, I'm trying to see which ones that I'm looking forward to. And here we go. The Lego Movie. Uh, the Captain Marvel will be released in uh, March 2019. Um, like my cousin and other people, it is a woman who's playing Captain Marvel, and some of them are boycotting it because they're very used to Captain Marvel being a man. But I hold my uh, I critique until I see it. Dumble comes out on March twenty ninth. The famed cartoon is turned into a live action, and uh. Looks pretty cool. It looks pretty epic. So uh, I'm definitely going to see that. I know my daughter wants to see it. Uh, then we got Hellboy release date. 12, the 12th of April. Um, this looks like a bigger, better uh, Hellboy. Um, played by the actor who is... Uh, um, Who's in Stranger the the sheriff in Stranger Things, uh, David Harbaugh, and uh, he looks pretty cool. He looks pretty buff. Looks like uh, and um, uh, hopefully the feel is different. I like the other one that they had before. Uh, I had no problem with it, especially the uh, Golden Army. I like that one a lot. Um, but overall, um, I hope this is a much darker feel to it. Grittier. Uh, of course, a Avengers, April 26th. They're going to finish off the Avengers. Uh, the combination of 10 years of movies coming up to with the, these Infinity Stones. Um, we saw and um, infin which caused the Infinity Wars. And now we're at the end game, Avengers end game, and how they're gonna solve the big problem. If you have, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but the, at the end of Avengers: Infinity War, something uh, massive happened, and uh, and we're gonna see how they uh, come back from the brink. So, um, looking forward to that. John Wick Three, May seventeenth. Um, hope you if you watch the first two ones, they're very well done. Keanu Reeves is awesome. Um, the killing and murdering and the gun fighting and all that is, I mean, for sure, every movie that's gonna do some gun fighting and um, well, th there's gonna be. <laughs> Before John Wick and after John Wick. Because everything else is just going to seem really boring. 
uh, unless their uh, character is not as badass as John Wick. So, I mean, they have set the bar for a new type of Western and a gunslinger. And um, we'll see where we go from there. You know, like The Matrix did. The Matrix sort of changed how fight scenes are filmed and uh, and what you could do with camera work. And I think John Wick is, is the other end. Uh, you know, it, I mean, just, I mean, Keanu Reeves actually, you can look on the YouTube, he actually knows how to shoot very well. I mean, he shoots like uh, a top-notch military professional, and he's been trained like that, and, and you can see it. And you can see it, and a lot of the choreographies is, is actually done by uh, people who have uh, shot that way. So, yeah, definitely see the John Wick movies, and I'm looking forward to John Wick 3. I'm going to go over and over on this. Aladdin, May 24th. This is a live-action uh, Aladdin movie. And, as you know, it's a cartoon. And we know that um, um, Will Smith is in it. And... Um, definitely gonna see my take my daughter to it. Uh, hopefully, it's as epic as I think it's gonna be, um, because the Aladdin story has a, is very uh, epic, it's super epic. If you haven't read the book or if you haven't watched the cartoon, a lot of magic goes on in it. <clears throat> and um, yeah, looking forward to that. That is May twenty fourth, and then we got Godzilla, King of Monsters. This is where. We get this old movie uh, back in the day when Godzilla, back uh, when I was young, um, Godzilla fought all the monsters. I forgot the name of the uh, movie, but it's called Destroy All Monsters. That's right. The, and uh, it had uh, all these different monsters. And I think they're bringing it back for Godzilla, King of Monsters. Should be epic. Should be some great monster fights. And that was, should be awesome. Um, you know, I, I had big problems with the first one, Godzilla. I, I, I liked the uh, King Kong. I thought that was better. And it's sort of the same universe. So um, we'll see what happens here in Godzilla, King of All Monsters. And then we have, um, uh, if you like music, Rocket Man is a, is a movie based on John Elton's uh, story. And then we got in June, uh, I'm sorry, that's May, May 31st, May 19th, a, a John Elton movie. And then we got the X-Men, Dark Phoenix. Um, this is continuing the story, the epic story of the Dark Phoenix done in the comic books back in the 80s. And it's released on June 7th. And it's taking uh, Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. And she is the um, Jean Grey character. And we'll see what's going to happen. And then we have Men in Black International release date June 14th. And so... 
we're looking at Tess Thompson and Chris Helmsworth lead this reboot Men in Black movie stepping in into the suits of Will Smith and Tommy Lee. So I I hope they're not, I I mean, reboot? Or that um, they're just continuing on as new, as new um, Men in Black. I hope they didn't erase the other storyline. But uh, I like the Men in Black world. I think it's awesome. Toy Story 4, release date, 21st June. Definitely going to watch that with my daughter. She likes those. Spider-Man, Far From Home, release date, July 5th. So that should be a summer movie. And I like the Spider-Man. I like the new Spider-Man. It's fun. It's a little bit off. Uh, It's done different, but um, so far I like it, and... Let's see what else we have here. We have The Lion King. Man, I mean, Disney is, come, is coming down with these live-action movies. They want to spin them all out. I mean, they, they don't want to do one each year. They're, they have three slated this year. Dumbo, Aladdin, and now The Lion King for July 19th. Um, uh, we'll see how that goes. And, uh, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... I don't know what that is. Passing that up. But if you want to look it up yourself, it's the release date is uh, 26th of July. And let's see. Alright. The New Mutants release uh, August 2nd. This is a movie based on... Uh, New mutants, just people who you haven't heard of in comic books that have mutant powers, and they're going to have do a little spin off. And um, it has re- it's more scarier, more intense. Um, it almost has like the uh, Suicide Squad feel to it, but a little bit more scarier. It Chapter 2. I haven't seen the first one, um, but um, they're going to bring Penny's wife back to haunt them again. So I know people love that, so they should be excited. That is at September 19th, uh, the 6th, the 6th of, of September. So people should like that. Downtown Abbey, Downton Abbey movie released in uh, September. Uh, then we have The Joker, The Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. I guess he got the nod. Uh, give Joker Gusto an original film with Heath Ledger did and yeah so basically, for sure, uh, Joker will be released on October fourth, with Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro. All right, There's some big actors there. Uh, and let me see, Zombieland two. Let me see. Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, and Woody Harrison are going to reprise their roles. for, And it's actually going to be out on October 11th. Zombieland 2. Zombieland 1 was very funny. It was very campy. I mean, they uh, Bill Murray comes back <laughs> as, uh, as himself. Um, I don't think he comes back in this movie. But I think it's going to be... Um, uh, it should be funny. And then November... 
Oh my God, we get Frozen 2. Oh my God, a whole new list of music that little girls will be singing forever and ever and ever. I mean, I mean, I mean, when was the last time you saw Frozen? When was it last made? I mean, they're still singing those songs, Let It Go. They need to let those songs go. Let's see what this new Frozen 2 is going to have. <laughs> and then we got the uh, ending, uh, the, the third story of Star Wars, uh, December 20th. I'm very upset with the uh, last one. Well, I'm going to watch this one and see how they end it. They can't do any worse than the last one. Um, so we'll see what happens there. And yeah, that's all we got, folks, for uh, and what movies to look forward to this year. And I will review them as they come out and tell you what I thought. So uh, if you have any questions or you want to t- email me and tell me which ones you're looking forward to, that would be great. All right, let's get into some TV shows. I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to just do recurring or new TV shows on Netflix because I see Netflix is killing it. It's the best. It is definitely the best uh, studio right out right now putting out the best content. The best content. So, The Crown Season 3. I have not watched that, but a lot of people say it's great. That's coming back. And um, um, Game of Thrones season eight. That's for HBO, though. Never mind that. You know about that. Uh, let's see here. We got Stranger Th- Things season three on Netflix. I know people are up to watch that again. Uh, see the where this story is going with these three kids, four kids, five. Yes, one, two, three, four, five kids. Yes, five kids. One girl, four boys. One girl experimented on. Uh, one kid is having problems with the upside down world, whatever. And the other kids are, are trying to figure it out. And uh, Mind Hunter. I know a lot of people like that show. Mind Hunter Season 2. Doesn't say the date, but it's to be announced, but it's in filming. So that's looking, uh, look forward to that. And, um, what do we have else? What else here? We got Black Mirror Season 5. I know people love the Black Mirror. I love it. Great science fiction writing. Uh, It uh, appeals to all audiences. It's great. And Netflix uh Night Flyers uh officially coming to uh um it's the uh it is a space show written by George R. Martin R. R. Martin, um a novel uh set in two thousand ninety three and a lot of craziness ensues. A little bit spooky. Uh so, uh, looking forward to that. Actually, I, actually, in all honesty, I've seen it. It comes out on uh, uh, sci-fi, but I guess Netflix created it. So, Or that's a channel that's coming out on. So, uh, Ozark Season 3. Marty Bird. We'll see how what 
Marty Bird gets himself into and uh, how he gets himself out of it. I love Ozarks. <laughs> and uh, 13 Reasons Why, Season 3. I never knew there was a Season 2, but I'm pretty sure those who like it are looking forward to that. Uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, I never heard of that, but that's April 5th. And let's see. Uh, dark comedy called Kaios. And I think, people, that is it. I'm going through them all. Uh, there's a lot of TV shows, but I just don't want to, you know, just like reality shows and uh, Our Planet, what's this, by uh, Netflix, narrating a new uh, history, natural history series by Netflix, because oh, those are always good. Yeah, so that's it, folks. Um, that's what to expect from uh, uh, some of the TV shows from Netflix, and they always come out with new movies, and there's always stuff that they bring over from other countries that are pretty awesome. So, um, for Netflix fans, that's for you. Um, I know a lot of people uh, are excited about some of the new seasons coming from some some new from old programming that they have. I'm looking forward to the Black Mirror and uh, Marty Bird and Mind Hunters for sure. All right, so we're gonna end that there. So this weekend there was Bellator uh, fighting and. The two top fights were Ryan Bader versus Fedor Emelianenko. Um, it's and uh, what do you call it, Aaron Pico? Um, sorry, the other person's name escaped me. The guy who actually won. It was a very big upset. A lot of people, a lot of friends of mine, a lot of uh, commentators that I like to listen to all gave Aaron Pico the edge. They call him the new, um, he's the new prodigy. He is uh, the new generation. But I've seen him fight twice. And both times he's lost. I never saw the ones that he won. So I can't speak upon him when he's winning. But, but both times I, I felt he lost. There, uh, in my mind, and this might be speaking out of my ass, and most of the people who love love him will say I'm speaking out of my ass. Um, but I feel like there's like a disconnect when he gets into the, the, to the uh, ring. Um, like it's not real. And it's like there's no killer instinct in him. Um, now, he might have shown in other places, but at the moments where I saw him, um, he just, like, there was, like, a slow reaction. I don't know if there was something wrong with him. He just didn't seem right. Even though he was sharp and he hit the guy, um, I mean, I don't think he's someone who closes his eyes and starts hitting somebody because he should have saw that punch coming. And I know that's easier said from my, uh, that's, you know, I should, tr you know, 
how about I get in there, right? <laughs> but it doesn't change the fact that he should have saw that. And um, his reaction time and and I guess he didn't respect the punching power of his opponent and and that costed him greatly. But I'm still waiting to see the brilliance from him. And I know everybody who watches him in training, they say he's like nine times out of ten he wins, you know? You know what? And um, I was hearing some people, uh, I think on the Joe Rogan podcast, they were saying um, Freddie Roach says uh, this guy can start become a champion fighting right now. And I was like, uh, I heard Freddie Roach say the exact same thing against Andre Olaski. And um, we'll see. He might come back. And prove him wrong, prove me wrong, and I hope he does, because uh, um, it's hard to he- see such a talent not be able to display his skills in the octagon. You want, you don't want, the, you want people to, the talent that they show in the, um, in re- not rehearsal, I'm thinking of like a performance, but in uh, training, that he's able to translate it into uh, the ring so we can all see the wonder and the spectacle of one of those A-list fighters, you know, like uh, like John Bones Jones and Conor McGregor and Khabib Nagarmedov and, and um, you know, all these great fighters that do miracles. We, we we need more of those. We need more of these spectacular fighters. And um, everybody talks highly about this guy. And um, and I'm excited. And I get excited to see him because yeah, I want to see some guy be super dominant and exciting. And um, but it doesn't happen. So when I was watching him, I felt there was a disconnect, personally. And uh, that he it seemed like he didn't really knew. Uh, he didn't have the the killer instinct, for lack of a better word, or the sharpness. Um, I mean, he was accurate. He, he almost knocked the guy down, but when you get in those exchanges, I mean, or he was just saying, I, I don't respect this. He felt this guy's punch, and he didn't respect it, and then the guy caught him clean, and that could have happened too as well. But I think there, I don't know. That's what I think. Now, um, to the Fedor and Ryan fight. Uh, um, Fedor went down at the end end of a punch, the snap of a punch. You know, if you get caught there, it knocks you down. And you know, when you get to those those weights, you know, you you can't make a mistake because those punches hurt more than someone who's skinnier and lighter. And he caught Fedor Emelianenko flush with a leading uh, leading hook, left hook. Put him down. He couldn't. uh, They stopped it before he could, but I think it was a good stoppage. I don't think it was a late stoppage, or 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 early stoppage. I think it was right on the money. He he popped him in the face. He went down, ground and pounded him. For a couple seconds, they stopped it, and um, 
I know that Fedor Emelianenko has more in him. I know that's not what he wanted to happen. And uh, but once again, you know, when you get older, um, you're not able to take the punches that you used to. He used to take some monster punches. He's been thrown on his head. He's been hit by some of the best, but not this time. Um, there's a time where it, it has to end, and I and I feel for people who have been dominant and they've done. Great things, and um, they don't know when to give up. You know, they don't know when to give up, and they end up having to tarnish their memory with some silly losses against some young stud that would have never beaten him in his prime. That's what they add most saddest thing about it. And um, for all the newcomers and people who don't know the past, they're going to come and and they're going to see this guy. Oh, this old Russian fighter. Oh, he got his ass whooped. You know, they won't know. They won't know to have respect and honor for that man's career and what he's accomplished. They don't know the history. And here he, he, and they marginalize it. So, I don't know. It's unfortunate, but... um, what can I say? I didn't want that to happen. I wanted him to win. And speaking candidly, I, you know, because I'm an older person. You know, I live vicariously through older, when, when an older person does well. It still gives me hope that I can still do well and, stu- and still do great things. And, and I believe that is possible. Um, but it's a little disconcerting when someone's journey ends. But fighting's a different animal altogether. In some ways it is, in some ways it isn't, um, concerning life. And, um, yeah. So, if this is the, the last road, if this is the last fight for the last emperor, I'd like to thank him for all the memories, the exciting fights. Um, when you watched him, there was an aura around him. When you sat down and when you knew you were going to see a Fedor fight, you knew you were going to see fireworks. And he would go up against some of the greatest people. And I will never forget it to the day I die. And for someone who loves watching, who's been in martial arts since he was young, um... He made me believe in superheroes and all those guys back then in Pride and early UFC. They made me believe that some there are superheroes and they're finding in the cage. There are people who do incredible things. He made me believe. So I'm saddened by his loss. And congratulations to Ryan Bader. That's all I got to say about that. So, my friends, we're going to end it right there. Um, Tomorrow's podcast will consist of me finishing off my predictions for 2019, what the headlines will look like from futurism.com. So stay tuned for that. So if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, and YouTube, and um, Pinterest. Also, I'm also now on LinkedIn. So if you just type in James Salazar Media, I should come up. And if you want to check out my services or see what I'm doing with my music, go to jamessalazarmedia.com. And if you have any questions about anything I said, any comments, go to jamessalazarmedia at gmail.com. So, and also, hey, uh, invite more, share this podcast, invite more people to listen to it, uh, push like, push subscribe, give me the five stars, would greatly appreciate it. So until then, my friends, if the storms of life that are coming against you hard and it seems like there's no hope, take a look at that storm and say, give me your best shot. Because that's what my sensei, Jack Burton, would tell you. Let me strike the music. Thank you.